A century's life was full of viciousness, and Tammany and Shar had both seen each other take extreme measures to protect their homeland, but always against an obvious threat. A violent attacker, a proven foe. Trolls were their enemy, had always been. Winter fairies were the rulers of Avalon, and though Yuki had deceived them, she'd never actually harmed them. Somehow, putting her in chains felt worse than killing a hundred trolls. You and me, Tam, we're the same, Yuki continued. We're being used by people who don't care what we want or what makes us happy. We don't belong with them. We belong together. Reluctantly, Tammany glanced at her again. He was surprised to see that she wasn't looking at him as she spoke. She was staring past him, out the window, as if at some bright future she still imagined possible. Tammany knew better. There isn't a door in this world that can be closed to us, Tam. If you vouched for me, we could even go peacefully to Avalon. We could stay there together and live in the palace. How do you know about the palace? Tammany asked reflexively, knowing even as he did that he was snapping at her bait. A barely audible sigh came from Shar, and Tammany wondered if it was directed at Yuki's stupidity or his own. Or we could stay here, she continued calmly as though Tammany hadn't said anything. Anywhere we wanted to go, anything we wanted to do, we could. Between your power over animals and mine over plants, the world would be ours. You know the pairing of a spring and winter would work really well. Our talents complement each other perfectly. Tammany wondered if she understood just how right she was or how little it tempted him. I would have loved you forever, she whispered, bowing her head. Her dark, lustrous hair fell forward, veiling her face, and she sniffled quietly. Was she crying or stifling a laugh? Tammany started when a knock sounded at the door. Before he could take a step, Char moved silently to the peephole. Knife in his fist, Tammany tensed, ready. Was it Clea? That's what everything was for. The circle, Yuki in cuffs, an elaborate trap to snare the scheming fall fairy who might be trying to kill them. And might not. If only they could know for sure. Until they did, Tammany had to assume they were a threat, a lethal one. But with a shimmer of a grimace, Char pulled the door open and Laurel entered the room, Chelsea close behind. Laurel was all Tammany managed to say, his fingers falling from the knife. Even after loving Laurel for as long as he could remember, and lately becoming something, something more, he still felt a leap of joy every time he saw her. She had changed out of her dark blue formal, the one she'd worn when he'd held her in his arms over a year ago at the Sawin Festival, when he'd kissed her so passionately. It seemed far away. Laurel wasn't looking at him now. She only had eyes for Yuki. You shouldn't be here, Tammany whispered. Laurel arched one eyebrow in response. I wanted to see for myself. Tammany clenched his teeth. In truth, he did want her there. But his own selfish desires were at odds with his concern for her safety. Would he ever be able to satisfy both? I thought you were going off to David, Tammany said to Chelsea 
who was still in her deep red formal. She'd ditched her heels somewhere, so the bottom of the dress pooled at her feet like blood. I couldn't find him, Chelsea said, her lip quivering almost imperceptibly. She looked at Laurel, who was still studying their silent prisoner. Yuki? Laurel said tentatively. Are you okay? Yuki looked up, glaring at Laurel with steel and fury. Do I look okay to you? I've been abducted. I'm handcuffed to a metal chair. How would you be? The winter fairy's venomous tone seemed to hit Laurel like a breaking wave, and she took a step backward. I came to check on you. Laurel glanced at Tammany, but Tammany wasn't sure what she wanted. Encouragement? Permission? He offered her a pained grimace and a tiny helpless shrug. Laurel turned back to Yuki.